listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. What to do? Welcome to your wrestling podcast, Joshua Adam William Iris. Not here with the senator. You already know what it is. And the one, the only, the futurist, Martin. You know, and uh, the only thing to know about Martin is that I am not retiring in February of 2024. Okay. Confirmed. Okay. Confirmed. All right. right. Good to know. 2025, Um, we'll see. So, uh, what do you want to talk about? (laughs) That's the big news to me. Sting is officially retiring. I mean, I didn't realize that it was 2015 when he had his last retirement. I mean, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. He So. Was that when Seth gave him the the the, the buster into the turnbuckle? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Was... Yeah. And, and so he retired back then, and I did not realize because I still remember when he came into the WWE, like the videos of seeing kids on on YouTube and stuff like that freaking out. Mm-hmm. It's Sting! Oh my god! You know, and everything. And, it just doesn't seem like eight years ago to me. But, I, uh, I may or may have not uh, cried at that Survivor Series. <laughs> no no confirmation. You um, I remember, first of all, I remember him, that debut, and just being like, this is the longest two count <laughs> that I've ever seen in my life. To like, Ziggler? Yeah. yeah. To Z- <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody was laid out for like a solid five minutes. <laughs> while this whole thing happened but no it was like a i was i wasn't really the big wcw fan but like everybody that i knew that was a wcw fan was like hitting me up like yo i haven't really watched wrestling like that in a while is that really sting back and i was like yeah yep. he's back it's you know and part of me is still kind of hoping that it's his last aw match and that Tony gave him a blessing, and that WrestleMania 40, it's him and Taker, and that's his last <laughs> match. I'm still like half holding out for it, half holding out. Okay, that is not happening. But I know. I, would love I just, it if it did. I, I'm just I so love it. mad. We never got it. We never even got a stare down. I know. It don't matter. We, we, February, we got the cabin. We'll always have the cabin. February 2024. Mark it down right now. Martin Martin already gave you the date. The final match. Darby. Sting versus Rick Flair in one last final match. Wow, no, without a chance. Rick Flair's in a legends deal, isn't he? Now that Flair, now that Flair is doing press run right now. That's true. Yeah. My my favorite part of that was the Hogan part. And Hogan gets the ship who's like. Okay, okay, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. But it's he's so one deserved. of the best. He's one of the best. It's like, yeah, but I learned a lot from him. him. If there's yeah, one thing you know, that I, we... it's if actually it pisses me off so much. Pisses me off so much is that he isn't in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. 
um and probably never will be who is it's, it's you know sting isn't in edge isn't in it either uh there's something punk else in it. Yeah. punk is in it but uh i know i know but there's a lot of people who are uh, of all the names though that stand out to me about about not being in it was actually the moment where where remember they that people thought he was coming to face undertaker mm-hmm. yeah it was like you said we'll like, always have the cabin yeah like it just went that moment just went insane and it wasn't him that was the moment where i thought this guy deserves to be in the hall of fame if he can get mm-hmm. that kind of press for just the slightest tease of him and taker and never being plus there. you know what a legend he is yeah yeah but you also got you also got to realize that sting doesn't seem like one that gives um backstage information to people so how is no. he going to be in the hall of fame wrestling observer hall of fame like <laughs> this like, is true this is true we know for sure the bucks are going to be in there yeah <laughs> i'm surprised that i'm surprised they're not in there already qt marshall but, you know what i mean like yeah, legends. Uh, it, it, I guess for you, Senator, like you probably saw a little bit of the money at worst, but your sting is probably more what TNA and AW. No, 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 don't get it twisted. I did watch WCW, like, yeah, I have to say I'm not that big, of but a like, was your peak sting more like no, my peak sting was uh, sting versus um, NWO, okay, like, okay, yeah, I, I, yeah. I still remember that and just like the talks and like that conversation. Every day on the playground at that point was just like this, like he's going to do this and this. And then they totally botched it to Starcade. And that's a different story for a different day with everything there. But, you know, to have a, a career like that from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s, 2010s, and now to now and to where he is now, like, I, I if you had to pick one guy that can have the run that Steen has right now, I mean, I probably would have said it was Ray could have done it but i i don't look at the modern roster i don't know if there's a lot of guys maybe cena but even he said like he's done like i don't see a lot of guys that could have that run like he did over five decades and still be a top notch. he's 64 years old he probably should be retired he's a grandfather we're all like no you have so much more left in the tank no he doesn't it's time it's time because the reason it's time is because when you watch him you still go you know what that was good Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> you, you 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 know most like I've been waiting for that match that that makes me go oh like that moment that I had when Jim Ross was interviewing Nick Wayne and his mother the other night and, and oh, yeah. like he opened up and his voice he could barely even talk it seemed like and I was like oh he's sticking around too long like it's mm-hmm. it's scary and well and good I'm, thing for Jim Ross that Nick Wayne's mom was in that segment because she got the Razzie this year uh, yeah. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say this. Um, we always like, I think we always forget how long Rey Mysterio has been wrestling. Yeah, true. Goldust. Yeah, Goldust. Dustin Dewey. He's not the same legend. Did Ray is the same legend? Ray was early, and Jericho. Jericho was probably the closest. Yeah, like there's, there's been, there's been people that if we're looking at like five decades of stuff. There's been people that's either at four, probably going to make it to five, or just hit five. Like, we still have uh, Rock and Roll Express still doing matches. You know what I mean? Like, there's, we still have, and they're doing Canadian Destroyers, which I'm always like, all right, just chill (laughs) out. Just chill out out here. But 
No, like if you're if we're looking at if we're looking at peak, kind of like if you want to look at peak, Sting Sting really did that because when he did the Joker Sting in TNA, that got over. Um, in WCW, I always used to be like everyone was like so hype on Goldberg, and I was like, but like Sting just came down and took out the whole NWO. Like Goldberg was just running through people, but like you'd see Sting versus everybody in the NWO. And the NWO had like 50 members at, at one point. Like it just made no sense. And they all would run when Sting got there. Like yeah. When you when you great though that it. was a perfect example. That and Steve Austin about the same time. Both guys were hurt and not wrestling and they got more over not wrestling. You know, yeah, then they I, did actually wrestle because the anticipation for when they would wrestle became that much greater. I remember when we had the fake sting, uh, and everyone like to, to going Jeff Farmer, like, yeah, yeah, Jeff Farmer. I'd be like, no, there's no chance Sting would do that. There's no chance they would do it, and just and shout to Scott Hall too, the uh, the late right. Scott Hall for coming up with the crow idea for Sting to entirely change his career, like. Maureen, you you obviously had more uh, time with the Blade Runner than, you know, I have vague memories of Blade Runner Sting, but I don't think he could have, I think he was a good wrestler and good personality, but the Crow is what changed his career. If he was still Blade Runner Sting, I think he'd still be remembered and be great, but I don't think he'd be where he is now if he was still Blade Runner. No, absolutely not. No, no. The, the Crow gimmick it was so, you know, it was so perfect for him. It, it is so perfectly embodied it was so perfect with the nwo and you know the fact that he was able to to take it and evolve it to things like the joker staying which i loved and uh things like that you know i mean no i mean if he was blade runner staying he, he he'd still be a legend he was still the most popular guy in wcw but the legend yeah it, there's just something about that it's, it's rare when you get that special gimmick mm-hmm. and the blade runner sting was not a special gimmick it was a road warriors knockoff yeah but the crow sting was a special gimmick yeah it was it was like one of the one of the ones that i always remember like you can choose like sting moments all the time but the one sting moment that i always remember from wcw was that was that um nitro when it was like nwo beating up everybody in the ring and then mm-hmm. it was just random stings came were going down and they would take one punch and they'd be knocked out. And then Buff Bagwell punched the actual sting and he took off the mask and then you saw the paint and you're like, and you just listen to the crowd and the crowd's just going crazy because he did the punch, Buff Bagwell did his little dancing and he didn't go down and the crowd just goes crazy because they know for sure, okay, that is sting. And then the baseball bat, everything. Like it was a perfect gimmick especially with the fact that for the longest he never said a word mm-hmm. so like people that knew he could speak before you built that anticipation for when is he going to talk again or like Morden said when is he going to wrestle again because for the longest time it was literally just a spotlight with him in the rafters and that's it like you had yeah. no clue what he was and that's peak WCW NWO Thing. You didn't know what side he was going to go in because he was dressed in black and white. So everyone kind of assumed NWO, you know, like it was just, and then even going uh, when he joined Wolfpack and then yeah, he just I changed the Wolfpack. color to red and black yeah. for the face. Like 
it's he's had such a big impact in wrestling. Yeah, well, even not even in the Wrestling that, Observer Hall of Fame, though. No, no. Should, even uh, <laughs> as as short as it was, the WWE run gave a lot of memories. Uh, we talked oh, about Survivor's sure. side. You know, when he popped off that trophy mm-hmm. to have that that match with Seth, I thought that was a really good reveal. You got to see that match in person, uh, Morton, the 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 Lone Mania match that he had uh, yeah. with him and Hunter, which is some people hate, some people. I love it. I thought it was a good sense of nostalgia and everything. I mean, I I think Sting should have won, but I get it. You know, you know, it's Vince Booking had to do the final nail on the coffin, but it was still an entertaining match. It should have been Taker, and it's still upsetting that we never got the Taker match. But I, I think that'll be. Is that the one now? What if now is. Well, I mean, but there's a lot of those. Like, like we never got Kurt versus Brian or Brett, right? Like, there'll always be those what ifs that that just never could cross. And I think that's why it's so good that Edge is in AW now because we will get ENC versus Young Bucks. Uh, but that'll be Sting's biggest what if is he never got to have that match with Undertaker. And and the the sad part is he wanted it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Taker, Taker wanted, wanted it. it. Yeah. They both wanted it. It wasn't because of them that it didn't happen. You know, it's not like Steve Austin and Hulk Hogan, which we never got. Yeah. And Austin didn't want it. Because of good reason. Steve Austin yeah. didn't want it. Doesn't yeah. want it. Never, you know. But he thinks Austin this does one rightfully so thought Hogan was a piece of shit, which he is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I remember being there at the WrestleMania and uh, watching that match right afterwards, running to get myself a drink. And uh, just... I was sitting there and I got to the front of the line and uh, I bought a shirt that has, uh, I still have it though. It's got holes and stuff in it now, but <laughs> a shirt that was once in a lifetime or something like that, not once in a lifetime, but it was something like that. Like, and it was half sting and half hunter. Right. And it was, and then mm-hmm. show it on the back, like the tail of the tape. Yeah. It was this great shirt and I had it on. And the guy goes, the guy, when I get my drink, the, he goes, so uh, am I hearing right? Was that DX versus NWO out there? And I go, yeah. And he just, like, yeah. <laughs> he didn't get to see it. Uh, <laughs> it was the funniest damn thing. <laughs> but that was it, though. That was a huge moment. Yeah. You named a bunch of uh, matches, the dream matches that never, like, we never got to experience. Where would you rank um, Rockin' HBK? Mm, that's another Ooh. one that rock didn't want right because hbk was a piece of shit yeah, for yeah. So long. well look at whatever chris snow from the whatever it was from the young rock show that he had mm-hmm. uh and now ironically ava rain works for Shawn michaels mm-hmm. um yeah that's up there as well because that one never that one well sean didn't want to work with rock and then by the time it could happen rock didn't want to work with sean yeah, but that's up there. That's I would still say, for the ones in the last, we can kind of make a game of this now. For the last five years, off the top of my head, I would say Sting and Undertaker's probably number one. Kurt and Brett's two. Kurt and Brian's three. Um, Rock and HBK is four, and I'm probably forgetting one in there. Or ones and that I still say Austin and Hogan. And would probably be Austin one. and Hogan. That yeah. would be the biggest draw. Yeah. Of all of them, you know, that was supposed to be 17, right? 
Uh, it was supposed to be 17, yeah. but Austin wouldn't, or no, not 17. Uh, 19, 18, I think it was. 19, eight, whatever, 18, the, whatever the 18, one that Rock 18, did. It was that 18. was supposed to be Austin, but Austin didn't want to The one that ended up being Hogan and ended up being Hogan and Rock, 18. Yeah, because yeah, Austin didn't yeah. want it. That's why he got Scott instead. What? Yeah, and Austin was supposed to lose to Scott Hall that night and refused because yeah. even though they, the two of them had been having terrific matches in the house show, he didn't trust Scott Hall. And then Scott Hall, of course, like three weeks later, showed up for work drunk and yep. proved that Austin was right. Yep. You know? Could oh, be and Brock and Austin. Brock and yeah, Austin. That's what I was going to say. Brock Austin. Yeah. Brock Austin, definitely. Batista, yeah. Batista Brock. Never got Batista Brock, which was always one I really No, wanted. we never did. We never got Batista Goldberg either. They took each nope. on each other in a tag match. Or Matt won. Riddle and Goldberg, or Matt Riddle and Brock. Took it away from us. <laughs> the real dream. Those might be a little lower yeah. on the list. Yeah. Uh, it, would you put so you put more than you'd put uh, Austin and Hogan ahead of Sting Taker? Not for my personal what I would want yeah to for see, draw but for but for, what for, would you, be for you for you what for like, me so it would probably you, still be Taker and what is your five? Well, actually, it'd probably be for me. It would probably be Brett Mangle, Brett and yeah. Kirk. I mean, uh, I mean, for me personally, that's yeah, that would be the greatest match ever. I guess there's a bunch of Owen stuff too. Owen Jericho, we never got to see. Yeah, Owen with anybody. To Owen Kurt. Didn't, didn't Owen and Kurt wrestle each other on a house show? Did they not? I don't remember them ever wrestling each other on a house show. Or a dark show. match. I think it was a dark match. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. What about what about you, Senator? I think there's a bunch of Mr. Perfect stuff too that we missed well, out on. Everybody, everybody that we mentioned against Chad Gable. Yeah, <laughs> that should have been the mania match for Kurt. It should have been yeah, well, and Kurt, Kurt wanted Cena. Yeah. Kurt yeah. wanted Cena, and Vince said no. And he's like, "We need to put somebody over." And he's like, "I he, well, no, this is what happened because Kurt talked about this in his pod the other day." So he's like, "I want my retirement match to be against Cena." And Vince said, "Well, if you're going to do that, I need to build it up for a year, so you have to wait more year." And Kurt's like, "Vince, I can't do another year." He's like, oh, we'll just do it sporadically. And Kurt's like, no, I don't think you understand. Like, I am, like, have, like, two matches left, period, in me. So he's like, well, we're going to build over Corbin. It's like, yeah. I mean, out of all the guys in that locker room, that was, that's, just with how, what Kurt meant to everything. That was, even if it was Joe, because Joe was at that mania. That's when he, uh, he won in, I think he, who did he beat? Did he beat Ray? He beat Ray in like 32 seconds. Yeah, like Joe versus Kurt for the retirement match would have been great, even with everything they yeah. had there. But you know, sometimes you don't get. It. I mean, I'm assuming we're assuming for Sting's retirement match, it's Darby, right? No, I, it'll be a tag match with Darby. They they don't. I don't think they'll ever face each other one on one. I don't think. Mm. So okay. I think it'll be a tag match. It's gonna be I don't Sting, know who it'll be with. But. Sting and Darby against yeah. Christian and his son Nick Wayne. That's the retirement mm, match right there. Well, you know what you could do that night too is you could maybe do someone else with Sting potentially. Maybe it is Flair. I don't know if he has a Legends deal or not, but that could be that. Maybe that's the night you set up for MJF to lose, and that's the night Darby wins the title, and the end shot is Sting with Darby having the title. I don't know if that's when Darby's doing Mount Everest either. No. I was about to say around the time Darby Darby's doing Mount Everest. I'm pretty with sure with Gigi like, Dolan apparently. That. Yeah, because when you want to do Mount Everest, it's the coldest month of the year. That's, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 
that's yeah. when you want to do it. Well, it's also you want to do it in the shortest month so that by the time you get back, you're like, oh, the month already passed. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, I'm just going to say this because it seems like at any last match, Jeff Jarrett's going to be somewhere there. So, <laughs> so you might have, you might have like Sting Darby versus Lethal and, and Jeff Jarrett. Just because Jeff Jarrett always seems to be evolved. Like Sting versus Sednam Singh. Or maybe they do Sting versus MJF. I don't know. Although everybody's going everybody's going after MJF all of a sudden. Like I'm wondering if they're doing like a scramble or some like multi-mad cage match or something. I think they're just I think the the match with I suspect the match with Kenny is gonna happen before the 13 days. Is yeah. up for 12 days as we record this. Yeah. Um, so I, I imagine that'll be on a collision. Probably uh, not this week, but the following week. Just yeah, good luck. I'd maybe leave it off collision in. with where college football is getting now. Maybe don't do that in the collision. Uh, I don't know. Collision didn't they, they top 500,000 and have that was the best rating in a while just uh, yeah. last week, I believe. So mm-hmm. um, because they bought Battle of Belts that night too. So you want to do something That's to true. bring in people for Battle of Belts. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think that they could do that. Um, Joe I, looks like he's a long-term build. Uh, and uh, Wardlow looks like he's the guy after uh, Jay White, which unfortunately kind of gives away that finish, it seems. Yeah. But, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of how I see it going. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. I like the idea of multiple people wanting the belt, you know, but – yeah, you got to be careful how you book it for sure. I'm not interested in a multi-man scramble match for the belt. Yeah, I think it's just too like. There's nothing wrong with having a lot of people in that chase for the belt. I think it can get ridiculous when there's way too many people at one time because it's like you go from one person going for the belt all the time, like you book, like you kind of trained your every your audience to kind of have this is the champion this is the one person going for the belt and now you have now you have uh Samoa Joe you have um and as much as we still as much as he's out Adam Cole is still kind of like in that picture for the belt uh Wardlow Jay White who else is there um Kenny Omega Kenny Omega, not going to lie, probably because we know like his time's wrapping up. They haven't really like put it out there, but everybody still knows that he's still considered in there. Brian Danielson, like these, mm-hmm. there's a, mm-hmm. there's all these people in there. And you just got to really be careful with it. Like you said, Morden, because when you have so many of them there, it becomes too predictable that, okay, this person definitely not going to be the person to win it. And that can also lower their stock when it comes to like the main event picture, because it kind of just will be like, oh, you're just kind of like a transitional person to get to the actual program. Like, yeah, if we saw Samoa Joe come out right now. We're like, oh, yeah, because he's really a co- title contender. You see Wardlow is like, all right, he did one powerball this week and held up his wrist that says MJF cool like we know we're like all right it's gonna pass over him like you know like it's not really that main event scene do do we think and i don't think this is the case but with you know the decision of 2024 blah 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 blah, blah 
do you think there is a part of Tony that, you know, is just getting multiple contenders in case, you know, come past winter is coming. He, MGF comes to him and says, Hey, you know, I decided to leave and go to WWE and just have people that are our contenders. I, I don't think Max is going, I put that at a less than 0% chance that he's leaving, but is it maybe Tony just in case he hasn't signed a contract extension, just being prepared to have contenders ready. I'm not gonna I don't think it's that. I don't think he's that. I don't think he's thinking that far ahead. Personally, maybe. I mean, it's possible. I, I don't think he's thinking that far ahead either. Like, I think. I think this past week he like walked backstage and was like, "Oh shit, Lance Art, Lance Archer, you're still here. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> you're from you're from Texas, right? Okay, cool. Go out there and do <laughs> this quick match right now. Like, it was like, where did this guy come from? I totally forgot he was still on the on the roster i'm not gonna lie we saw him here at collision i remember the angle was that jake was gonna give the ddt to uh to uh to oc and uh and archer stopped him and they were arguing with each other on the way out and you looked like this was setting up archer to break off and be a heel and somebody else to come in to rustle him for jake and then we didn't see him for what four months until now which I, I kind of was skipping through that. Was, was Jake with Archer? No. So I think that's, we probably oh, saw the time. last time, we probably saw Jake's last time in AWTV, I wonder. Maybe. Honestly, it was just, it was just weird. Like He didn't, remember, he didn't lose to Orange Cassidy. It was a count-out loss or whatever. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so I mean, means you're setting up a rematch that we never got, yeah. you know. But I understand it's going to be on the same card as Swerve versus Keith Lee. It's going to be right. That card's going to be amazing. I tell you. <laughs> um, anything else from uh, to throw on AEW? Anything else from AEW this week that anyone wanted to talk about? I, I will say, yeah, Nick Wayne's mom. I, I know she's not an actress, but that was really, really bad. It's like act upset. Oh my stars! No, it was bad. And like I say, Jr. I just, uh, you know, they and they changed up Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly's so good in the G1 and then mm-hmm. has not been good on collision. It's no. really weird. And now they changed up the, the announced team. So he's, yeah, yeah. It's it's they changed it up so that he, it's, you know, Shivani calling the plays now and, and JR coming in for Kevin Kelly in the main event. And uh that was Let's weird. I do off. like the edge. Do Rickaboni, like Caprice and Amber and not Ambrose and Moxley. <laughs> of course, Moxley. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, I, I, the um, Edge. I do like the Edge Christian Angle. I will never wrestle him. This, this is like Bret Hart versus Owen. Yeah, this is the same basic storyline. I can't wait to the moment where, uh, where Christian kicks Edge's leg out from leg his in, leg. In, when I, and when I kicked your leg into your leg, out of your leg, I kicked your leg out, out of your leg. leg. <laughs> and then and then Brett cut his maybe the best promo of his career where he goes, You want to fight? I'll give you a fight. I'll give you a damn good fight. When Edge says those exact words, which I see coming, oh, I'm yeah. gonna pop like you won't believe. Uh this week's dynamite was like weird to me. It was kind of like all over the place to me. So I don't know if that it was just me that thought that, but like it was. Once again, uh, the Adam Copeland uh, sit down, amazing. Especially because you get to do it with Renee. I think Renee brings the best out of everybody. So like, 
even in that Nick uh, Nick Wayne segment, if you had a Renee there, it wouldn't yeah. have been as bad because she can kind of like she knows when you're kind of overdoing it, like small ad libs that you can put in to really to really help. Like when, when Jr. was like, "Oh, come on, that's your mom." It was like, "Okay, Jr. We can barely hear what you're saying." So like, I had oh, to like uh, yeah, barbecue sauce mom. And, yeah. It's like having Vince McMahon do one of those at this one point too. Like yeah. you're not understanding what any of them are saying. Um, once again, timeless Tony Storm. Our and RJ man, South to Canada's own yeah. RJ City. RJ City, amazing with that. And then Earl Necklace. Dang, <laughs> oh, you. Give her the belt now. I'd love Sheeta, but give her the belt now. Yeah, I was I was very confused by like I don't really know what their plan is in the women's division at this point right now. It made like, more sense for Tony to beat Soraya than for Sheeta. I think Tony feels bad for Sheeta because she had the belt during the pandemic, so he's like trying to make up with it. But doing the sporadic back and forth with her doesn't work. Yeah, and, and the story's not to, there just, for her. The story is for Tony. And just to have her there, it's just so that she can say she's the first three time women's champion that doesn't really do anything if no if two of your title reigns are going to be just transitional ones yeah like it's you gotta have the first title uh reign that she had it was really good because she went up against like everybody like she had great matches now it's just kind of like okay we're giving you the belt so that because we have a bigger story and we want you to drop it in a four-way match that's gonna somehow involve Britt raker and Sheeta, and then two other people. Like, this yeah. is just the formula. Well, and, and their use of women, AW, other than Tony, still having trouble. I thought, from what we've seen now, from specifically from Raw and NXT this week, just, you can tell, Hunter, the, specific, the last two weeks has done a much better job of getting the women involved on the show, a much better job. But NXT continues to do a good job. I want to talk about one particular woman on NXT in a bit here, but I thought what WWE has done the last two weeks, NXT's already been doing this, but what the main brands did the past two weeks is definitely a much better step forward of getting everybody involved and more women on the brand starting to mean something now. Like Tegan Knox means something right now. Uh, and even, you know, Ken Saro and her partner, I'm forgetting her name right now, they actually, uh, Kaden Carter, I think. Uh, they and actually, Casey. Yeah, they actually mean something when you see them on screen. You build that up. Even having Nikki in the background there, I thought was good. And having, having like Zia Lee, I want a shot. Indy Hartwell, I want a shot. You're doing a good job establishing that belt, and you're establishing the women they're going to face, uh, Rhea. I thought Raw particularly, and I, again, I want to talk about one woman in NXT, but I thought Raw did a really good job of setting their women up that AEW is still trying to find that mix there. Because like when Sky Blue comes out, who I think is talented, it's just like Sky Blue has a match. Cool. What's next? Or even where'd Willow go? She's well, facing Chris Statlander yeah. on collision. Battle, Battle of the, okay. Battle of the Belt, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Or Battle of the Belts. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Um yeah. well that I will always say this. NXT and Impact to me were the two best companies when it came to booking women yes. talent. Uh Diana Perrazzo left NXT and looks like us look like a star an impact like yeah and it was not because of anything that she really changed she went in nope. there the same way i'm the virtuoso it was just they were able to book her and now she just looks like a star um 
especially with like great matches with like Mickey James and Jordan Grace, like those really help. Like when you give the women some time to actually wrestle and show what they can do, they're they can show that they can wrestle. Like that's the basic thing. Like we know back when WWE had the whole divas thing, we never knew who was a good wrestler because the matches would be two to four minutes. So then you would push a, a Nikki Bella or a Eve Torres and you can make them look strong because they dominated three minutes out of the four minute match. But like now you're seeing quality matches by people. So like even the people in the NIL, you look at a Tiffany Stratton. Like when you think about how long she's been wrestling and how good she looks already, she still needs to work on her mic skills, but in ring, that girl's ready for the like main roster. Well, and speaking of really good women down there, Adriana Grace. Holy Adriana crap, Grace is she? Nice. And yes, look who her dad is for Mike. So it's no surprise that it's Santino Marella. Um, but holy crap, from what she did before her match and what she did in the backstage segment either uh, as well, uh, I thought she has every single she it's kind of funny she's almost the opposite of tiff where mike work is awesome and ring could be a little bit better she's probably gonna lose to kalani jordan next week because i'm assuming it's uh lola versus kalani in the finals yeah they um, like but those, both of them right now they yeah uh but she you know she, i'm glad you know for her she didn't need to be morella for her last name and the beauty queen gimmick works for her uh, it's probably been the second best over. We don't have a lot of gimmicks. So I was talking to Joel about this. We don't have like a lot of gimmicks in wrestling right now, at least ones that are trying to get over NXT for a bit. There had a lot, but her beauty queen gimmick, I think maybe won't get as much over as what Tony did. Who knows? But I think there's a lot of meat in the bone of what, uh, Grace can do with that gimmick. If you're talking about a tribute to your, to your dad, that is the best way to do it without having yeah. to have that last name. Right, yeah. you, you remember everybody remembers that ridiculous run of Santina Morella being running for like the Miss, Miss Beauty pageant. Hey, right? that's that's her aunt. Yeah, that's her aunt. What are you talking about? Exactly, my bad. Sorry, that's Santina. That's her aunt. That's her aunt. Yeah. But like that is to me, I kind of like the subtle, subtle, um, yeah, uh, like uh, tribute to the parents without actually having to have the last name so like Braun yeah. breaker i was very i really hated that name to begin with but like as he started to use it and as his gimmick starts to evolve i'm like oh, okay he's we all know he's a steiner like yeah. he talks like a steiner he wrestles like a steiner like everything about him is steiner like he just doesn't have to have that name so he, line. yeah so he's like trip doing the tribute in ring uh yeah. Adriana Grace the gimmick perfect tribute to her to her dad right like we're, st yeah. we're starting and, to see and Lexus King too I yeah. everything I've seen from Lexus King it'd be exciting to watch Halloween Havoc next week and see what he could do but we said for that and they pulled in 900k again this week like NXT is now a hot brand again uh and you know Jericho talked about oh they had that once in a lifetime bringing all those guys in and yeah that obviously helped pop the number but I think it did what they wanted for NXT. You, you got to remember with NXT, they're coming up on them getting needed to get renewed. So yeah, part of it was to beat AEW is a big part of it, but also they need to make the NXT TV property seem like it matters. So other people want to pick it up. 
So if it can do 900, that's huge going forward for other cable providers. Like, you know what? Like, yeah, we want to get NXT. We want to be in the NXT business, much like Raw will get stuff. But now it shows a hey, NXT is a brand that we as a cable provider or Amazon or whoever want to be part of. What? Warren? I don't know where to go. There's like been like five different topics since the last. <laughs> go on. Which one to hit on? Dirk, whatever you want. General, general conversation. <laughs> Just, uh, I, I, I have to say personally, for me, this year the women's division, wrestling. When I look at all the companies, like uh, it's mainly being on collision, for instance. But Statlander's had some terrific matches since yeah. getting the belt, and yeah. like uh, you know, and then the good wrestling in NXT and and. Uh, you know, main roster, Rhea Ripley. Mercedes before terrific. she got hurt. Yeah, like, I really think this is the best year I've seen in the industry overall for women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Maybe not women's personalities and, like, the most, like, you know, I mean, there's times when we've seen women uh, like Bailey and Sasha during the pandemic really carrying the company. Yeah. And, you know, and, and they've been the biggest stars. I don't know if they're necessarily the biggest stars, but in terms of the overall work that I'm seeing uh, across the board and the entertainment they've given me, this might be my favorite year ever for the women's division in wrestling. Well, now you bring it up. So the PWI had their top women hundred and we, we never got to do the men one. So we won't talk about it, but there was in our group chat, we were eye rolling very hard for the men one because it was absurd that I, I think Will Ospreay was 15th in well, that. Speaking of absurd, give us this one. This one's I'm actually just, not all as I'm bad. saying is the guy, well, the guy, the person, the woman who is my number one of the year doesn't even make their top 10. So, so number one was Rhea Ripley, which I think is acceptable. I can understand how people would have someone else. Number two is Julia, who I think most people would have number one. Uh, Bianca Belair was three, Hater was four, Tam Nakano is five, Athena was six, Deanna Peraza was seven, Willow was eight, Camille from NWA is nine, and then Jordan Grace was 10. Not bad compared to what the men was. The men was unacceptable. This is not terrible. There's others I would have had on it. There's others I would have had on. Like I mean, I would assume most would say Julia is the best. Julia, Julia has had some really good matches over the time span that that they usually uh, started and finished from. You do have to keep in mind this would have gone to press like four months ago. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So you know, three, four months ago. So that does change things a little bit. Who would you have had number because, one more? You know. Well, I mean, from I mean, not to give away who my award winner is gonna be, but <laughs> I mean Becky is to me having the best year. I I of yeah. anybody. Becky how Becky's you not know, Becky, I, you know, and do you want to know what number Becky was? What number? Make a guess. So Becky uh, Becky did a tweet about it just a little bit before we got on. So I, I didn't know until Okay, Senator, what's your guess? Uh, 19. Becky Lynch was ranked number 26. Six. So, yeah, yeah, that's just, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not great. It's not uh, but you know, she's and arguably... If it wasn't for the injury, what a great year Mercedes was having, right? Yeah, Mercedes. Until but, I mean, you, you look at that, that, that month span there, when Becky had the cage match with Trish, the two matches with Tiff, and the, even the match with Tegan was really good, and stuff at Mania that she had with Bel Air as well. 
Um, she was, I, not to get mine away, but that's where I'm leading right now as well, Morton, is to Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, that match with her and Tiff, I absolutely, I, I don't go back and rewatch matches very often. There's only been three matches I've gone back and rewatched this year. Uh, it's been Sabre and Brian, Kenny and Osprey one, and Tiff and Becky. They did have the, you know, throwing stuff in the the, the trash can lid spot. Yeah, that did hurt it a little for me. Yeah, <laughs> that was a little ridiculous. They thought it would be a good idea, and then I'm watching it going, "This is not a good idea." But other than that, that was an incredible match, and I, I love yeah. the match with, with you know, uh, with the the cage match with Trish too, and everything. Yeah, yeah I mean, is that Trish's yeah, best yeah. match of her career? I would still say the main event on Raw that she had with with Lita, uh, with Lita or the uh, Mania match she had with Mickey. Yeah, she had a really I good think... one with Victoria once too. Yeah, I think yeah. Mickey, Victoria, to me, Victoria I think was an me. underrated worker. And Victoria, yes. I loved, I loved Victoria. Victoria yeah. was just ahead of her time. Yeah. Um... And too bad we never got Victoria versus uh, Beth Phoenix, did we? No. no. That would have been a natural. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but around that time too, they weren't even really giving time. That's the thing that would suck too, because yeah. it would have been like that would have been a great match, but then they would have to like rush everything because they probably get like five minutes. But then the Bellas saved us all, right? Because then the Bellas had the movement of women have to get a chance. Oh and they yes, fought. the Bellas yeah. did the it. The Bellas did it. Yes, the Bellas started the movement. I forgot that's the <laughs> that is let's say history is written by the winners. Let's get on to what do you guys think about the uh, the tank title situation in, in WWE. The, I, uh, I like it. I like, the, I like that it's cursed and everything like that. Chelsea's 92, 93 days now. So, no, I, was, so I was thinking the... The, saying the undisputed. Undisputed, yeah. I'm talking about Judgment Day regaining the belt. Oh, um, yeah, that was a little silly. <laughs> it was a little silly. Uh, I, I guess I get... I understand what they were doing. So by this is their logic. And I their logic is that they feel in their minds like we are very loyal to the brand split and we don't just have people show up. So we, the only way that Cody could be on SmackDown for the stare down with Roman would be for him to have the take titles. So him and Jay will have the take titles so we can do the stare down and do all that whole thing. And that's how he'll be in the season premiere. And after that, they don't need them. That's probably their logical set of mind, but Cody is showing up on SmackDown. All the random ass Dom, Dom was on SmackDown this week. For no reason, like, but like, Jimmy shows I, up on Raw. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, that's what I think. You know, Pollock <laughs> and Meltzer were talking about. That is what their logic of all of it is. Is like, we did the right thing. We didn't break the brand streak. Like, uh, okay, but whatever. You, but you realize that Monday was the season premiere for Raw. Yeah. So like, they should have still had that had that mentality. Like, it just honestly to tell you the truth, I I liked the way how we were thinking the booking would go over what they actually did like yeah. i think i think they could have done so much with that they could have lost it at survivor series or something like that like it doesn't matter right i just think it was too quick of a one you didn't really capitalize on the moment for it because that became like the most viral thing that you had at that point with Jay and Cody drunk at the press conference, like, yeah, right. Yeet. Like we're looking at that. There was so 
when I when they announced that the trade, I was like, oh my god! In my head, when they said the newest member of SmackDown, I automatically knew it was Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens, when it comes to trades in a brand split, is like Big Show turning face and heel. Like you just <laughs> you just know, like you don't you'll never know exactly what brand he's on by the end of the year. He might get traded two more times by the end of this year, to tell you the truth. Like, it's so true. I was like, okay, we can, there's so much stuff. I would have liked if they held off on that. I appreciate Nick Aldis being introduced finally, because we knew he was hired there and trying to do his best William Regal uh, outfit for that one. But it's only a few more months till we actually get William Regal back in NXT. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's so are they going to try to like? He can't wrestle. He can't come out till January first, right? He it has to be the whole calendar year. It's the whole calendar year. So he can't get in the same war games. No. Well, you can have him. You can have him announce it like back backstage. He just can't be on screen until January at all. You could just do a. You could just do a video. They could try to cheat. You could do a voiceover. Yeah. You can do a voiceover too. Yeah. I mean, the the thing too with Cody and Jay having it, there was a bigger story to tell there as well. And keeping Jay like when when I when I saw that they were on SmackDown too, I'm like, well, now like now how are you gonna like the whole idea too of getting Jay to Raw was to keep him away from Jimmy. And now you've like accelerated the feud back up again. It was like, yeah, cool, you can just leave this alone to the rumble, and then Jimmy can throw Jay out of the rumble, and then you got time. Now, and it's the same with Cody. Cody having the belts, they can fuck around with those for a little bit, and it keeps them, your mind out of him not being the well, title finished picture. the story, you know? It yeah. finished the story. I did. Well, maybe not. Uh, so now you tease the thing with Roman. And I get there is far teases for WrestleMania tons of times um, that you do with stuff, but now you're, you know, it's, it's the middle of October. None of this stuff for Mania is going to ramp up until the Rumble, so you still got two and a half months to kind of hold off and wait for everything until, well, not even three and a half months because the rumble's at the end of January. So still three and a half months to wait before we get into the rumble. And then you can kind of accelerate things if Cody is even winning the rumble or not. And by the way, I'm scared to death for Sammy. I was as soon as that trade happened. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I, I just like, I, he's going back. He's going back to where he was two, three years ago. Mid card, I just yeah, you know, losing to Johnny Knoxville, like that I was just a fun match though. Okay, fine, it's <laughs> still not no, you know, because like if you look at as especially like when we were thinking about like tag teams that they could go up against, like you could finally start trying to build up DIY for that for that match because they have don't worry about it. Match, Kaiser right? beat Johnny. It's done. <laughs> I know. What the fuck oh, is then this? You still have what Imperial. is this? They don't see okay. They don't see Johnny in any good light. They don't see Sammy in that light. It's Hunter. But he had them in NXT carrying the brand in the hottest they've ever I, been. I don't. I, I didn't get Kaiser beating Gargano at all. I do. I I kind of get it, but like, it. I wouldn't even have done that match to tell you the truth. No. Right. Like, um. Honestly, just give the belts to Alpha, uh, Alpha Academy. Just, sure. Just, yeah, just let... If there's one person that's, I to me, that has really earned a title, 
it's Chad Gable at this point. Yes. Like, yes. He, you can't, his matches with Gunter, amazing. And we can't. Is it possible to have him as just most improved and underused? I wouldn't even put him as most improved because he's always been this. He's always know, been a good wrestler, I, I just never given the chance shine, yeah. to wrestler. Well, and, wrestle. and that match, not to go over, but the match with Walter and Bronson was really good as well. But again, I don't know if I would have. I maybe would have saved that for Crown Jewel. And now Gunther is going to be on this separate uh, live show and he's not even going to be in Saudi, which is, I mean, I guess good for him, but interesting. They're going to do the separate house <laughs> show and not have their intercontinental, like their most dominant champion that shows up on uh, on a PLE. Well, it's because you have Roman that's going to show up. Right. Yeah. Because that's him in LA night, which is going to be a really bad match. It could, I could be wrong. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could be wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Roman is going to have to be freaking 1999, 2000 Kurt Angle in that one. It's not, uh, no. No. <laughs> uh, I'll watch it just for the train wreck. It's going to be bad. Well, and then I guess, too, did, uh, did either one of you guys watch the Dennis Daniels and Logan Paul fight? Yeah, I I watched it. No, <laughs> poor senator. I figured I, you might. Um, well, I watched it like so. I already knew what happened. So like, okay, I was playing video games and I had it like on, but like, yeah. I didn't really watch it. Watch it. Like, I I think I had on like two speed, two yeah. times speed, so I could get through it a lot quicker. Like, nice. Yeah. Um, so number one, he he's never gonna face. Before we get to the thing, we're talking about more. He's never facing McGregor, right? McGregor's not going to face him in a boxing match, right? Honestly, with some of the stupidness that's happening with UFC at this point right now, I don't. McGregor loves his money. Yeah, and that would that's be a, big that's money. a money fight. That's a money fight. Yeah. Would 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 TKO not rather promote that though? I think they would have to have a. A piece They'd of have it. a piece because yeah. that yeah. that would be the same thing when it was McGregor Mayweather, right? Like, yeah, yeah, they had they, a piece. Yeah, they probably negotiate for a bigger piece because they're what's well, two athletes under their umbrella that have deals with them. Yeah, that's true because he has that WWE deal. Yeah, so is he gonna beat Ray? Because I think he might. And I don't think that's a good thing for the story. What is the story? I think eventually <laughs> someone in LWO turning and Santos taking the belts. I yeah. think that's what the story was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> this story has gotten so all over the like, place. It like, just I seems, lost. I mean, it's going to be a good match. Logan proved to me he can have good matches. Him and Ray will be great. But. Uh, I, Didn't I Ray know. say he's two years away from retirement now, too? Yes, he's yeah. two years away. Yeah, when he's 50. Two years away. And he wants to do a hair versus mask match with Dom, with Dom. So I'm guessing that'll be his retirement match. Probably. Yeah. He needs to get that mm. match out the way earlier while Dom still has the heat. Yeah. So I was kind of thinking the same thing, but I was wondering if I was just thinking to myself, can they keep him hot for two years? I don't know. It's a I even if you think now, like the booing isn't as loud as it 
as it once. Well, they're piping some booze in when he gets the mic. Oh yeah, you're. You can't convince me they're not piping booze. Hey, Hunter showed you on SmackDown that wasn't the case. It's a real thing. Yeah. Remember when everybody hated Hunter? Yeah. <laughs> like that was just like a universal thing. Like everyone was just like, this guy just buries everybody. And now everyone's like, I can't we there was that one little push where I was like, can't wait for Hunter to take over creative. I will say creative has gotten better, but there's some stories that they're really trying to do long-term booking and they shouldn't have done it as long as they're trying to do it. Okay. Because the stories are going in weird taking weird turns that don't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about Jade? What do you guys think there? So I'm guessing that Valkyrie will lose to Becky. And then whatever the next NXT pay-per-view is, that Jade will take the belt off of Becky. Is that what I'm supposed to believe? I think that's a I think that's pretty logical. I was wondering what do you think about the fact that she appears to be after all the talk of being on Raw, NXT bound, and who knows for how long. But, I mean, I kind of always thought this would happen because, I mean, this is the same company that uh, when Chris Benoit Russell Triple H, Triple H came into the back and said, he's good. We can teach him how to work. Yeah. You know, this is the yeah. same company that said, this that had, you know, Chris Jericho and put him in the mid card after, after a huge push when they first got him because and they decided he couldn't work. Yeah, this is, you know, they're going to look at Jade and and say, okay, she doesn't bump on the third bump. She doesn't do this and she doesn't do that. Like, they're going to look at her and say, we have to teach her from scratch, right from scratch. How long that is that going to take? I don't know. But I always figured she was going to end up in NXT for that particular reason. Well, and so it's probably best for her. It is. You got to learn their way. If she doesn't do Mania, then the match is probably her and Tiff. And does that main event a NXT show, or did they see that as they could put that onto a Mania? Because we have seen the NXT title defended at a Mania before. I, I think, think it would be NXT show. I don't even think she's going to be down there that long. To we'll be see. Honest. I think we'll see how long she, how quickly she picks things up. Because we're assuming she beats Becky, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think she comes out at, at the end of. Havoc. Halloween Havoc. Yeah. Or like two weeks after when when Becky comes out, right? Um, Jade comes out says that she's challenging her for the title. The next one will probably be the Survivor Series weekend. So yeah. November time, so three, mo- three weeks build probably. Yeah. And then Jade will beat Becky if I'm if I'm just thinking logically like how I see it. Jade yeah. will beat Becky, but I think that there's gonna have Jade doing what Becky's doing right now, where Jade continues to just pop up on all the shows so that mm-hmm. her face is still there, but now she's popping up with a belt, right? Yeah. Like I am the woman that beat Becky because you saw her with the belt, so that increases her um. Her visual when it comes to the audience, they don't forget about her because sometimes when they just stay in NXT, not everyone knows you when you when you get up there. You still want to keep that pop. You still want people to the casuals that just watch the main shows. Yeah, you still want them to be like, "Yo, who is that girl? And why does she have a belt now?" Like, okay, I gotta go follow her down to NXT. Yeah, um, I could see her not losing it, but I could see her being in the Rumble. 
just coming out like well, she's one of the favorites to win it right I, i'd say the favorites to win it are jade and becky i would say are the favorites right now and i give a lawn shot to bailey if that is your ultimate goal is bailey and eo but like that's a lawn shot to me yeah i don't think bailey eo is making it to wrestlemania i don't think so either you know, but like right that, now those uh, would be the having two. her i do like that that senator laid out having her with a with the belt showing up on all the shows and and yeah. that's that's strong i like that like i say i think she's going to be down there to at least mania myself but um yeah like that i like that yeah it's not a bad one or um, or her first match will be at mania right where like her first like uh, singles singles match on the main stage yeah, because yeah. then they will cuz they'll do like but this is the only problem i have anytime it's for, like a main roster versus the NXT the NXT star loses on the WrestleMania and I don't want them to book it like when Rhea went lost to Flair lost to Flair like I yeah. don't need that like oh that was terrible yeah, yeah. because I just killed yeah. all momentum that she was having at that point and then she had to yeah, it took Rhea a herself. long time to get it back yeah yeah well watch them just make her general manager of uh of <laughs> NXT I thought Cody was no, that was just a one night only. Uh, just a, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but he decided yeah. to book future matches too. Did you see that? He, yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, he used his full power. I mean, it is good. You're talking about NXT in a positive way. I, I think you're talking about all those good things. Is before I move on to the 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 final few subjects here, where one thing's going to be fun to talk about, the other we're going to laugh at how it doesn't mean anything. But anything else from WWE or AW we didn't we didn't talk about? Uh, nothing that's uh pressing for me i think we covered everything interesting yeah, right nwa is going to cw do we care i mean i guess it's good for another brand to be on a television station so that'll be i mean that's a better tv station than i believe impact has for view for households how much money it is better than impact has yeah. uh, how much are they getting for that I can't remember seeing the, the 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 they're getting two shows too, mm. and they've mm. and, and they're probably getting they're probably getting a percentage of the of the commercial ads, like yeah. AEW was at the beginning, and they sent an offer to yeah. Punk as did Impact. We'll talk about the Impact side with Punk in a bit, um, but it does seem these other brands now are trying to reach out to. I think Punk would be better to go to Impact than to NWA, but that would be pretty big of NWA to jump onto that, but. NWA has a better lot of work retire. To that too. Um, NWA has a has a lot of work to do because everything um, with uh, Funkasaurus was really bad press for them, and they got a long way to kind of dig themselves out of that hole. Well, they made the first mistake of having Funkasaurus on there. Like, why was? Yeah. Well, if you don't like him, you don't like Rustley. That's no. true. That's true. <laughs> Where's the lie? Um, it's just where is the line? I heard I was watching, I was listening to the I think it was the Cultaholic um podcast, and they just I started dying of laughter while driving because they're like, you know, how much Triple H really loves belts. Triple H should have just like tried to buy NWA so yeah. that he could, so he have could have the belt, yeah, be Trevor Murdoch. 
and have Trevor Murdoch do like the pointing figure that Triple H usually does when someone is else he the champion? Belts. Is he their champion? He, he was at one point. I don't know if he still is, but by the way, speaking of NWA, really, really quickly, uh, what did we think about Nick Aldis as uh, general manager? Mm. I feel like Nick Aldis should have been that's there like five the same pop he got. Yeah, I agree. He's only thirty eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so here's the. Honestly, uh, honestly, I, thought, I thought I thought they I thought they got him back because to tell you the truth, I think they were trying to just make peace with that whole family because that was some bad press that they got with the Mickey James situation when oh, she yeah. got let go. Mm-hmm. With so, the trash yeah, can. She, yeah, yeah, she did come back and she had the Impact title that one time. Does Mickey get out going to the Hall of Fame this year? Maybe. I mean, the, the, the original pitch, the original pitch was all this and Mickey as the GMs. After Mickey finishes off a Bound for Glory this week, I guess mm-hmm. spoiler. Um, but the uh, Mickey turned that down, so maybe she signed a new contract with Impact. Yeah, I think she's she likes it over there, and Gail Kim is like a lifer over there. Like you know, like yeah. they it's it seems like they treat everybody better now in this regime. Yeah. By by the way, so here is the uh, the roster currently for NWA. Of people that we know. So Angelina Love, um, Aaron Stevens, who you may remember. Mm-hmm. As, yes, uh, I, uh, I'll never forget my Royal Rumble encounter with him. When yeah. I said, I'm one of the unwashed masses. And looked at me and goes, good to know you have a sense of self. <laughs> uh, Bill, Bully Ray, uh, Chris Masters, who I've always been a fan of. Um, EC3. Not a fan of as much recently. Homicide, uh, James Mitchell, uh, Camille, uh, Mike Knox, Rick Titus, Ricky Morton, Sean Mooney, uh, the Pope, Trevor Murdoch, and Velvet Sky. I love the Pope. Um, I'll give him that. But like, it's old and it's lacking stars of power. Yeah. Sorry. Like, getting a CM Punk isn't going to help with that. No. But well, I mean, there could be. Wise, but... th- th- there's guys that got released from WWE in that last one. Like you know, if you got a Shelton, or um, Riddick Moss, yeah, or you know, think someone... old. Like that's the uh, thing. Ali. Need... Mustafa Ali would be yeah, good. They need like an, yeah, he'd they be need good. Ali. They need. They also Riddick need Moss. characters. I would literally have um, the uh, MMM go there so that they can bring some character the insiders in, right like yeah. you know like there's we're talking about like nostalgic people or yeah. people that really don't really have personality like the i'm Pope, surprised mr kennedy's not on that roster where's <laughs> i didn't he wrestle there? Anderson. i thought he did and didn't yeah. alex wasn't alex riley there too right i think alex riley was, was there at one point yeah. yes yeah, yeah. Yes, I'll never forget the summer of A-Rye. I thought it was going to... That was a big miss for me. Him and Ted DiBiase Jr. were my two big misses. I picked me and Jermaine. Me and Jermaine had a bet. Who'd be a bigger star, Cody Rhodes or Ted DiBiase Jr.? I bet him 20 bucks on Ted DiBiase. I thought it was the easiest money of my life. Are you kidding? I had the same bet with Addy, except for it was Cody Rhodes or Zack Sabre Jr. Or not Zack Sabre. What was his name? Which He's the hardcore wrestler now. Okay. What's that? The, the, the oh, former Edgehead. What's his name? Oh, oh, man, I can't remember. Matt Cardona? Yeah. Zach Ryder? Matt Cardona, yeah. 
Yeah. What was his name in WWE again? Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. It was Zack Ryder or Cody Rose. I, I bet Cody. I won that one easily. He thought this is when Zack Ryder was doing all that YouTube stuff. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. getting over. Yeah. But I was like, yeah. Well, thank God for the NWA being picked up by the CW because now if you really want your variety, you get to watch F Boy Island that got picked up by CW. <laughs> then you get to follow it with some good old wrestling. So they canceled all their DC shows except for Lois and Superman, which is Superman and Lois, which is a good show. But they fired every actor on there except for Superman and Lois and cut it to eight episodes. So now I'm glad that they could have the NWA and F Boy Island. It's great. Yeah. Hey, it's always good when the boys are getting paid and the girls are getting paid. Absolutely. You know? It's another option too. Like we said, like a guy like Riddick Moss recently just got cut like you would have said uh, maybe impact but now a cw for him uh and a cw <laughs> and nwa on cw that's a good spot for a guy like riddick moss that i thought had some stuff as madcap moss to go to nwa he could be their champion and could prove something i mean it's a little bit too much extra for me to watch maybe if it blows up i'll i'll see stuff but hey good for them that you said it's another avenue for people to go to if they're unhappy with aw or WWE or uh, Japan or whoever, like it's another avenue now that has TV. And I guess we'll still wait I to agree. see what Freddie Prince does. It is where Will Ospreay will end up next year. You're right. Oh, of course. Yep. Of course. Yep. Of course. It's because of the CW, I tell you. Because of the CW. So, I mean, with everything that Ty- Tyrus did there really hurt it for me. I mean, it's my spoiler again. It's my worst company of the year because of everything Tyrus did with it. Tyrus just made it absolutely go away terrible mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, you you had no interest wanted to watch because of everything tyrus did with it so Pretty much i mean it, it's worst company of the year is either that and i hate to say it because i and it's not in the lack of the product it's just how much it doesn't matter which would be roh <laughs> it, it's, it's not that it's been well, bad it's there's just, mlw which means less than roh this is and true they've lost tv now yeah this so. is true um, well, talking about things that it's decently hot right now, and that is Impact Wrestling. And uh, they have Bound for Glory coming up this week. It's uh, only, uh, I think, 35 bucks on Fight TV in Canada. And it's a really good card. It's a really, mm-hmm. really good, exciting card. Um, so we're going to do a little preview here. Um, first match Where is... Where is the event taking place from? Do you know that? Chicago. Chicago, okay. Yes, so this is why Punk Rumors have now started off for Impact. It has been confirmed that they did offer Punk a contract. Don't know mm-hmm. what his deal with AW is for when he's allowed to go or not. I mean, if you were Punk, and I know you joked about the retirement, but I think Impact would be a good spot for him to go. But I do worry because we talked about last week about good locker rooms, right? How AW is trying to refine their locker room. Apparently, there were some issues this week with Ricky Starks and Edge, but I think that's just internet fodder. I want to get into that. And WWE's locker room seems good. But as you mentioned, Senator, this seems, and even talking to Champagne uh, uh, Singh, close friend of the podcast, who wanted to be on this week, but he's got Bound for Glory duties to take care of. Um, it sounds like that is maybe the closest locker room in wrestling right now. And I don't know, you know, you've heard the good and the bad of Punk lately, but I don't know if you want to put Punk into a locker room that is doing so good. And a brand and impact has done such a good job of rehabbing itself for where it was a few years ago. I completely agree. Yeah. I I think you've are, the one thing that impact whether you know it as impact or you remember it as TNA and WA whatever right the one thing you can't have 
is the same fuck up that you had when you brought Hogan into the yeah. It. That's what made me you leave the company. You have to. You can't do that. So bringing Punk, yeah, he's a big personality, all that stuff. But there's a lot that goes with him. And do you really want to sacrifice all of that for your locker room? Because yeah. they, like you said, they are extremely close. They've had to, they are, there's three things that will survive a a, <laughs> a nuclear bomb. Let me tell you, it's going to be cockroaches, Twinkies, and impact because yeah. the mother, Honestly. how many years that we hear that impact had? <laughs> Senator, no TV, me, you know? me and Joel like, and Morton, like... Morton, how many podcasts have we done? And even with Joel before that. So this, this, we've been on, we talk now for almost eight, seven years for a while. How many podcasts have we done of like impact getting sold? Here's the rest of us go to WWE. <laughs> a lot. Uh, too many. We did so many back in the day. And yeah. we used to do them before in the We Talk wrestling yeah. days. We used to always talk about this is it, they're done. And you're right. I mean, uh, they, they outlive cockroaches and Swinkies, you know? They um, probably will outlive AEW. Let's be honest. When, when, when that was the other thing I actually, now that I remember, I wanted to talk about a little bit. When, when Tony Khan initially has had enough, as David asked, I was all right, enough of this tweeting. I've, I've fucking over your tweeting. I'm uh, pulling the TV show off. Uh, then maybe that really quick before we go back to the the preview, just on uh, we go to you more than you, Senator. Uh, your thoughts on Tony Twitter fingers this week? Well, I'm done with him. Like as on yeah. Twitter, like yeah, I just, Tony, I just, just, I mean, I I pay so little attention to Twitter nowadays, anyways. But uh, you know, I I see him. He says something stupid. He comes across bad. It comes. It makes his whole company looks bad. Yeah. It doesn't make him look bad. It makes his company look bad. Yeah. That's the thing that pisses me off, mm-hmm. you know. And by personally. the way, I'm wondering: Do you think the impact would pay for cult of personality? No, probably not. And that's not the Carters that own it anymore. If the Carters owned it, sure. Well, the, the company that owns it has money. You think? Well, maybe. Maybe they, they, they have. They have money. It's yeah. Anthem, right? Yeah. 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 They got like more money than the Carters, probably. Okay, so but they don't put the money into wrestling. That this would be them. No, they do not. This would be them announcing we are officially putting our flag to be back in this race. Yeah, WWE doesn't look at them as anything. They're like, cool, whatever. So, Senator, what do you think of TK? Hey, twenty Twitter fingers. I've been told y'all. I'm I'm over. I'm over. You want to see my Tony? Did I ever show you guys? I don't, Senator. When 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 he came to Calgary, I'm like, this is what Tony Khan's gonna do when he comes out, and it was exactly that. This is my impression of when Tony Khan comes to your city. Hey everyone, we got a great show at Calgary. I love you. You're a great city. And Dynamite's the best. And then we got Collision. And then we got Battle of the Belts. And I love you. And we're gonna have a great show. Hey everyone, goodbye. That's Tony Khan. That's dead on. That's dead on. It if is... I closed my eyes, I would have thought that was him. Now you can understand why Excalibur has so much stuff to announce because yeah. that's just how Tony Khan's brain works. Like even when it's, you remember how how people would be like Michael Cole, like just sounds like what Vince wants him to sound like. Yeah, Excalibur is <laughs> Tony Khan. Tony Khan. Like when you really think about it, but like overall, oh, like 
I don't. You own your company. You do what you want to do. All that stuff. But you still also have to realize you're still a young company. Yeah. You you don't want that hasn't got their new TV deal yet. Yeah, you don't want to do things that are really jeopardizing it. And in the first year when you were doing the when there was like this that Wednesday night war or whatever, right? Mm you looked so much better because you guys were winning each week. Like you mm-hmm. guys took the lead. You guys were winning each week. Uh, people were talking about the company, but you were the cool new girl. Yeah. But now when you start looking at it, you're starting to see like the hard cam photos and how empty it looks. You're starting to see the drop in the ratings, like that type of stuff. This is not the time for you to also make yourself look bad because you're not at that peak where you were, three years ago, you're re- trying to rebuild everything, even though you're, it's what, four years, pretty much? That's four years. Right? I, like, I know he was recently scared for his life, so. Yeah, like, all the all of that, like, there's, you, he's, in, he's done too much stuff, yeah, and allowed too much stuff to happen. It's kind of what happened with Impact and Dixie. When Dixie started being in the, in the thing too much, like, it was like, Dixie's never going to be on TV, and then Dixie was on one time, it's like, cool and then dixie's like started to get a flavor for it and it's kind of the same with tony like tony's like i'll never be on tv and he's like okay never mind yeah yeah they're called money marks for a reason yeah mm-hmm. and, and and i mean tony is a mark i mean it, it works for his booking but when he gets online he's like, and the bots the bots are coming after me i'm like you are the ceo of a company shut up about bots who cares like i don't see bob Iger. Going at bots and be like, all oh, these bots are talking about the actor strike, and I think this, this, this. It's like, no, you don't need to talk to them. You're better than that. You you won 83 and you lost two times to NXT. Who cares? You had the some would say, most would say you had the better overall show. You know, you put on a great show, you move your product Fans forward, for sure. and like <laughs> just you know, just go with that. Don't worry about what the ratings are, what some jabroni wrestling e-drone fan is saying to you who cares just move I'll, on i'll say this this is why he needs brian we all don't need brian danielson to retire mm-hmm. but this is why tony khan needs brian danielson to yes. retire because yeah. he needs brian danielson more in that back right there telling him like yo calm down like being the voice of reason because right now he doesn't have one and i don't think the money is anything to to yeah because lord knows it's not jericho it's not it's gonna be okay, it's him not double or, J either. No, no, it's gonna be him or Moxley. Like, yeah. like those two there being there to be like, all right, we don't we lost the ratings in this one, but people are like really saying, like, let's focus on what we gotta do. If we keep yeah. doing the story, we will get them to we will next time this happens, we're gonna beat them. Like it's simple as that. Tony's uh, yeah. Tony's like just a rich, spoiled, like 14-year-old kid. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't get his way, and so now he now he's just he did displayed. the same thing with the Jaguars a while ago too. By the way, Yannick Ngamway called out the Jaguars for not paying him, and he went on Twitter and dished Yannick Ngamway consistently. It's like, and at the time, I barely knew who Tony Khan was. This is like mm-hmm. about eight months or something before he had AW, and I remember listening to ESPN and people were like, "Why is the the whatever he was with the Jaguars like? Why is the owner's son that does this for the Jag?" bashing Yannick Ngamway because by doing this you're hurting the trade value for your player because he's saying mm-hmm. well Yannick didn't do this and this and this is like 
Tony, shut the fuck up. If you want to trade Yannick Ngongwe, then shut up. And he ended up going to, I believe, like one of the first of three trades for Yannick Ngongwe. I believe that's when he, who did he go to first? Vikings, right? He went to the Vikings. But the pick was way lower than what they could have got for Ngamwe the first time. So we've seen him do this in other, I haven't seen it with, with, with footy, but even with the Jakes, he's done stuff at times that it's affected what the team could get for somebody. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, you know, I, I would love it if he would leave uh, Twitter or X or whatever the hell it's called and go yeah, to truth to his social. Then yeah, nobody would notice. Then no one would notice. Then nobody would notice what he's saying. He's um, all right. Social. Let's start with something that's good. Um, Bound for Glory. Uh, we have a Monster Balls match. Poor Abyss. He's just in the back being a producer in WWE, not being able to go to his own match. That's too bad. Um, but we do have PCO, who this will be his last match in Impact Wrestling. Uh, he will be NWA leaving after this. Potentially. I can't see him going anywhere else. Maybe ROH again. Uh, Rhino, Steve Macklin, and Moose. Who do you got, Senator? Honestly, a lot of times you can't bet against Moose. Moose is always like a safe bet, but yeah, I'm gonna go Steve Macklin. That's they my really too. built up Steve Macklin and yeah. Impact. If you remember him in WWE, most people don't. So like, yeah, so like, they really built him up. So he was Forgotten go Sons, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go Steve Macklin. I'm going with Moose. Yeah, I'm going Steve Macklin. Uh, the uh, the tag team Impact Knockout World Champions, MK Ultra, which is Killer Ke- Kelly and Masha Slamovich against Dina Perrazzo and Tasha Steeles. I'll pick MK Ultra because it sounds, again, another talent that will be leaving Impact after this Deanna Perrazzo's contract is expiring after Bound for Glory. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Killer Kelly because and Masha, they love they love those two. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't see the. I don't like Tasha Steele, like I, I'm. That's not like the nicest thing to say, but I just don't get her character. Like, yeah, she has one, which is good, but I don't like it. But Killer Kelly, Masha, it reminds me of like an American Gladiator kind of. Yeah, it's weird. Masha yeah. and Killer, too much size, too much power. Killer Kelly and Masha win. Um, Masha's really good. Masha should have been one on that on that top ten list too. To tell you the truth, she should have. Deanna Perrazzo, AW or WWE? I'm gonna say WWE because of her friendship with Chelsea Green. I. It's kind of tough because she wasn't used really in NXT, and that's when Triple. Neither was Chelsea though. Look, Chelsea though has the look they like. Whether yes. we whether or not we want to say it, cosmetics still matter in WWE more than they do in any other company. Sure. They've gotten better, but I, I don't know cosmetically that they look at her and would see her as a main roster star. Um and then with Chelsea know. and then remember with Chelsea, she had unfortunate accidents. She like got injured every time yeah, she was supposed she to wrestle. So like she did. And now everyone else gets hurt. Yeah, it wasn't like it was it was not like she wasn't trying to be used. She just got injured every time she went in there. So yeah. uh I wouldn't be surprised if Deanna Parraza went to WWE, but I just think 
she may not see the trust in Triple H because she was actually there and she was active and they really didn't use her. Yeah, I mean, AW would be a good platform and they could definitely use her. Losing Jade to get a woman like her would be huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the tag team champions, the the Rascals against ABC, which is Ace Austin and Chris Bay. This is Bay's Feast or Fired match. I will pick ABC to win this match. Senator? Yeah. At this point right now, anything that's considered Bullet Club or associated with Bullet Club, they're trying to build yeah. back up again. So yeah, I'm going to go ABC. Yeah, ABC. I'll go with that too. I was going to go the other direction and then I listened to Senator and I was like, that's found some sound logic right there. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the Call Your Shot Gauntlet. The winner receives a trophy and a contract. They can evoke any time within one years for a championship match. Choosing your participants, Jake something, Dirty Danger, Dirty Dango, Champagne Scene, Eric Young, Jordan Grace, Brian Mayers, Sarah, Keelan King, Jody Thread, Bully Ray, Joe Henry, Frankie Kazarian, Kenny Keen, Jazil Shaw, Eddie Edwards. I'm sure there'll be other ones. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm many be, people. How can you possibly pick? I'm going to be biased. Like- I'm going Champagne Sing. Let's go. Come on. Bring it home. I want it'll probably be him. it'll probably be like Frankie Kazarian. I'm gonna I'll go, go Jordan Grace. Yeah, I was going Jordan Grace too. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I'll be rooting for for Champagne. Let's go. Let's bring it home. Bring it home bring for Gama. Home. Bring it home for Gama. You know, the most it. disappointing thing was when he was at the dogs to do the first pitch, Gama was gonna come with him. At the last second, didn't I was so mad. I wanted Gama to come so bad. Great Gama. The next year, next year though, uh, Gama. I I told him the other day when I was talking to him, Gama always has a free seat whenever. Um, we have a singles match for the Impact Knockout Championship. Trinity versus Mickey James. I is Mick so. I'm trying to keep up with Impact as much as I can, but it's on and out. You probably the know the most out of both of us, Senator. Is Mickey still under the if she loses, she's done? So that was kind of with her title. And then she right. got injured and then she had to and then she had to vacate the title. Right. Um I am pretty sure that this is gonna be her farewell. Pull, like her farewell match. Yeah. At this point right now. Well retirement matches and impact are like they're not really retirement yeah, matches. Yeah, talk to Gail Cam. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna choose right now. This is the worst part is because I heard Trinity also signed like a short-term contract. I don't know whose contract is up first, if wow. it's Trinity or Mickey James. Like, so I'm going to just pick Trinity because I think she's still advertised for the UK tour that they're about to go yeah, on. She is, she is. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Trinity for that one. I'm going Trinity because to me it seems like no matter as long as they do have her, they're all in on her. Yeah, yeah, and she's done a really good job. I think it's been a really good refresh for her. It was a good decision for her to go there. I think instead of AW, she got to kind of get to show what the star that she is and kind of get to rehab everything that happened after leaving WWE. Yep. Uh, And then, so that's a great match. This starts a run of just unbelievable matches Uh, for the X Division title. Chris Saban versus Kenta. This is going to be great. I, I will pick Saban. But this is going to be a really good match. Oh, it's going to be terrific. I yeah. really don't know who's winning that. No. I'm going to lean Kenta, but 
It could go either way. That should be awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. Yeah, that's going to be a, a good match. I am going to pick Saban just because I think it's only been two months that he's had the belt. Yeah, and not to spoil where I'm going, but you can start another feud with what I think is going to happen from the World's Championship. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, this match will just suck. It's just not going to be good at all. Will Ospreay versus Mike Bailey. My God. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the only problem be... is I don't think anybody thinks Bailey's going to win. So I no, don't think anybody's looking at them the and problem. saying, oh, they're going to let Osprey. I mean, Osprey's, that's the only problem with the match. Yeah. But it's going to be incredible. Yeah, I mean, the biggest free agent in two months losing to Mike Bailey. I don't know if that is necessarily happens. But regardless, this is going to be absolutely fantastic. This is the biggest match of Mike Bailey's career. Uh, anyone that doesn't know who Mike Bailey is after this, We'll know who Mike Bailey is after this. Oh yeah, if you if you don't know who Speedball Mike Bailey is, just YouTube Speedball Mike Bailey and just look at his highlights, and yeah. you'll be impressed. Like he's mm-hmm. he's really good. Osprey is gonna win this match. Yeah, Osprey's gonna win. But <laughs> but ba- Speed well, Mike Bailey's gonna put up a put up a show. Like you're it's it's gonna be the one where people are gonna be talking about after. Let's put it this way: he, he's not gonna be carried. Yeah. By Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay is great and he can carry people. This will not be a case of that. This will be one where people watch it and they'll go, oh, this guy's on Ospreay's level and not many yes. are. Yeah. Well, like he was in the Ibushi match that we saw at WrestleMania mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then your world championship match, Alex Shelley, the champion versus Josh Alexander. It's Josh Alexander regaining himself, mm-hmm. going back to the top of the mountain. And then I could see some kind of feud with Shelley being jealous that Saban has a title and he doesn't. Yeah, could yeah. be that. Could be that. Uh, I mean, no matter what, the, we could see that match. The Motor City machine guns explode. Yeah, there you go. The but uh, yeah, I do think Josh Alexander is winning. Storyline wise, it's the right time for him to win. It is. I think. I I agree with both of you guys. I think Josh Alexander is going to win, and then. I think uh, Chris Sabin is going to choose option C and go for the title match, and that's what's going to cause the jealousy between Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin, and then that leads to their match. Like, it leads to Alex Shelley screwing Chris Sabin out of the title match, Mm -hmm. and then you get that implosion there. There you go. Could happen. Could very well happen. Who would have thought that Austin Aries would have been person to leave something in wrestling? No kidding. Uh, this is the Saturday pay per view. Please stop making Saturday pay per views. I hate them so much. <laughs> I <laughs> love them. Oh, I love them. Give me back my so Sunday great because they, they don't interfere. They don't interfere with my football. Exactly. Ugh, but it interferes with my college football. But like, yes, usually, usually at that point, if there's not like a really main main game to watch, then it works out perfect. But it also interferes with my UFC. This time of the year sucks for me because I'm always calling games, so I can't see anything live. So, but all right, so there it is the week in wrestling. Morton, did you come up with a joke this week? Oh, uh, there's this guy, he's he's married, his wife, his love wife, his love wife is just completely devoted to him, mm-hmm. and uh, it's their anniversary, so she decides she's gonna surprise him. So, when he gets home that night, there she is to meet him at the door in sexy lingerie. Glass of champagne, 
couple of couple cups there, you know, champagne for them each. And she has ropes. She says, honey, you can tie me up and do whatever you want. So he takes her upstairs gently, ties her up as she requested, and goes golfing. <laughs> yes. There you go. Here's the morning there joke of the week. Uh, I'm Joshua Adam Lamar on that. He's Senator. He's Morton. Morton, what have they been listening to? Your Whistling Podcast. Cheers and enjoy the match. Thank you for listening to the Fresh Take Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Take 42.